0: See that uh, as we get started, one of the comments that quickly caught my eye on the Twitch live stream. Hello. Hello, by the way. Mouthy Mitten Mama. Wow, that's weird. Was listening to uh, Big 101.3 yesterday and heard your old pal Eric Zane talking out of uh, the song Treat Her Like a Lady. By Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose. I spoke. And uh, Mouthy Mitten Mama says, Hey, Zane, I heard you poke fun at the bear last night, saying how your old pal Joe should have treated his woman right. That opened up a family conversation with our kids we hadn't had yet. Well, You know, that was just fiction. I I don't, you know, when I say that stuff on the radio, uh, like, you know, it's been indicated many, many times, Ryan, very quick to copy and paste provides me with the following. This is a work of fiction, this show. And what I say on the radio names, characters, places, and incidents, either are products of Eric Zane's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events or locales or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. That applies to just about everything I say. It could have been any old Joe I was talking about. So glad you are here on this fantastic day, the 12th of December. We are uh, getting closer to the shortest day of the year. It's always a big, big focal point. It's like, okay, now at this point, once we hit that uh, that Equinox thingy, which I think is right around December 21, then the days start getting longer. I love that so much. Of course, you don't notice it for like three months. Oh, my God. Okay. As you know, this show originates in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware Beacon of DIY Awesomeness in the Northland. If you're up there, go to Baldwin Ace Hardware. Uh, Mike, who runs the show there is, uh, I think he's going through COVID for like the 15th time right now. All right, where to begin? When we last met, I was uh, describing to you my upcoming weekend, and the one thing I knew that I would be doing was uh, driving limo to Ford Field. A group of people wanted to go see the Detroit Lions. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take that job. In fact, the folks at the limo company said they actually requested you. And I go, oh, well, that is so sweet. I discussed it on this show. Um, and I said, well, I someone asked, it might have been uh, Kyle uh, from Dumpster Divers. I think he was going to the game. And, uh, and Ryan asks, you're still doing limo? I, very rarely. I haven't driven in months. And the only reason why I did this one is because, uh, according to the limo company, I was specifically asked. So I said, well, I can't, I can't let that down. And otherwise, I'd just be sitting around here and I could always use the extra cash, for God's sake. I mean, come on. Uh, nobody's getting rich here around the Eric Zane Show podcast household. So, um I took it while discussing that on this show. The guy who hired me noticed that on this show, I wasn't sure if whether or not I was uh, just going to sit in the parking lot. I was totally content and just sitting there and waiting them out. Cause that happens all the time. at limo work, you go there and then you just sit and wait uh, while the people do their thing. So I was totally comfortable doing that. But then the person who, uh, uh, hired the limo company, uh, reached out to me. It is, uh, uh, Don O. Don O. I know has been a uh, supporter of the podcast for a long, long time and, uh, supports on Patreon, uh, listens to all the content. It, it' Awesome. Um, very, very helpful. Gave money for the great, has given money for the great food giveaway. More on that a little later on. And, uh, so he goes, yeah, Hey, um, you're going to the game, wear uh, Lions gear, and I'm like, what the fuck? Now I have never been to one of these games. Last time I went to a Lions game, they played in the Silverdome, which has been torn down for years, and I don't really have a recollection of much of uh, what I what I saw. I was usually massively intoxicated. In fact, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the last football game I saw the Lions play was when I actually did drink prior to June of 96. So I, I can't tell you if I ever saw friggin' Barry Sanders. I don't know. I remember I saw uh, a USFL game there once when the Michigan Panthers took on the New Jersey Generals, Donald Trump's team. And Herschel Walker was there. I remember I was on the field with Jeff DeChossie, the guy that I gave the kidney to, because his dad got tickets to the Michigan Panthers against the New Jersey Generals. And he goes, hey, man, look, hey, I got tickets. Let's go to the Michigan Panthers game. And sure enough, we're on the field. His dad was in TV, and uh, we, we got field passes. And there's fucking Herschel Walker comes walking out of the tunnels. Incredible. That was before he lost his mind from all the CTE and uh, decided to tell every woman in America to get an abortion. And uh, then I saw the Oakland Raiders uh, at the time, the Los Angeles Raiders and the Lions play on Monday Night Football. I think that was probably 88, 89. When, uh, uh, Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson were the, were like the backfield. Holy shit. Yeah, th- us, Bo ran wild over the Lions, but the Lions won that damn game. Tyler, writes, so did Eric do the complete opposite of not watching the game? He actually went to the game. I did. I did go to the game. And, you know, the the plan was here that if I was like at this house, I would not have watched that game. No way, no how. But this is different. This is different. So um, Don O says, yeah, dude, you are going to the game. Wear your Lions gear. I'm like, oh, fuck yes. So I reach out to the boss at the limo company. And uh, I said, hey, uh, Don O, who hired me hired, through you, uh, wants me to wear Lions gear. How do you feel about that? He goes, no. You got to dress professionally. Dono even said, he goes, I don't want you to have to sit in that Ford Field dressed like a gay magician. So I um, reached out to the, the boss. He goes, no, you got to be dressed like a gay magician. I go, all right, no problem. Which was fine. Um. All right. So this is an all-day affair. Okay, you got to get up early. You got to... Start driving early. We uh, I I pick up these dudes at uh, nine a.m. at a at a park and ride in Grand Rapids here, and uh, these are um, the dynamic is Dono. Um, I think he sells pipes and plumbing supplies to uh various businesses in and around the area and beyond and quite a substantial operation, very successful. And, uh, this is, he's what he's doing here is, um, this is a, um, like a, Hey, thanks to the customers event. There's a particular group of, uh, plumbers and pipe fitters that, um, work in the commercial sector. And it's all these, these dudes that are in the limo, and it's a, a local company called River City Mechanical. So all these, basically, it's all a bunch of plumbers, pipe fitters, and Don. Okay? And uh, they're going to the Lions game. And in fact, there's a, uh, if if you are driving through Grand Rapids, Michigan, and through the area known as the S-curve, there's a parking structure called, uh... uh like right where that, uh, right by Van Andel Arena, is um, Studio C, and there's like the big parking structure. And there's a big ass crane because there's work going on right now. They're adding on to that structure or some shit. These guys are there today, albeit hungover, um, doing their thing. You know, uh, doing pipe fitting work and plumbing work. I don't know what the f- I don't know how any of this shit works. All I know is that when I was driving with them. Um, I asked the question, I go, have any of you guys ever looked up like the history of plumbing and man, their ears perked up like crazy. They go, oh yeah, the, the aquifers or the aqua, not aquifers, the aqueducts in Roman times. And they're, they're like breaking it down like the history of piping. And then, uh, Steve in the group, he goes, man, the P trap revolutionized our industry. It's save, it revolu—it saves it is—it saves you from dangerous gases. The p-trap, you know, like under your sink, there's that there's that elbow deal. That little thing keeps us all from dying. And these plumbers, they're like they—they they don't want you to forget that if it wasn't for uh, people like us saving the world, everyone would be dead from the dangerous gases that are stopped by the p-trap. So we we were having conversations like that. These these guys are great. I think it's what it's called, right? The P trap. It's a weird name. So all right. Uh River City Mechanical, uh they they get into the limousine and then uh one of them says, I think it was this guy Steve. Steve was kind of like the big personality of the of the crew, okay? He's like He's the one who's gonna potentially get us kicked out of the brewery after the game, okay? He um, he goes, "Come on, Dotto. you got to start now." You no, know, how, how did he word it? Um, you got to start in the morning if you want to drink all day. Get to it. And these guys got like they're loaded down with so much booze, and uh, on the way back, in fact, this guy Steve, he got into a, a huge argument with Dono the guy who booked the whole thing over uh Barry Sanders this this blathering drunken argument uh of stupidity um uh, Dono somehow thinks that Barry Sanders was a shit pile running back that that tells you how ridiculous this was and then Steve's trying to talk some sense into him and dumbfuck Don is going on and on about how Barry Sanders wasn't shit now, Greg, and he's wearing a lot. Li- Donald's wearing a lion's jersey. And I'm like, what the fuck? How? Huh? Um, so we drive to the game. Everything's great. Awesome. Uh, here's the problem with the venue. Um, it's in a place that has the worst parking scenario ever. Okay, when you went to the Silverdome, they made that facility in the middle of nowhere. So you go to the football game, and everyone parks in the Silverdome parking lot. It's vast. And that stadium held like over 80,000 people. This one, I don't know, it's more like 60, 65. It's a bit smaller. But you go to the Silverdome, and Everybody parks in the Silverdome parking lot. Now, it would take forever to leave. Like, if you went to a Lions game on a Sunday back in the day of the Silverdome, and then you try to leave the parking lot, um, it's going to take you, like, to the next day to get the fuck out of there. It was horrible. But at least it was a place to park. Detroit is, well, it's just fucked up. I mean, you have um, the area where the uh, baseball stadium is, Comerica Park. And then the football stadium. And they're right next to each other. And uh, it is surrounded by some casinos. And uh, shit. Absolute uh, despair. And it's all these surface lots. And uh, it's super expensive to park. But. They're just kind of everywhere. It's just like basically baby Jesus said, all right, you can have the stadium. And then he wadded up a bunch of parking lots and threw them down at Michigan. And wherever they landed, that's where they were. It's an absolute nightmare. The only way I can see doing this appropriately is to leave, especially if you're coming from where I live, which is two hours away, two and a half hours away, is leave at like 4 a.m. And get there. Uh, when the drug dealers are still uh, on the street at like 7 a.m. And the homeless people get there. And then if you're uh, and then set up a tailgating event and then hang out in the surface lot and uh, and eat like a king and drink like a fool and then walk a mile to the game. And then when you leave, it's like everybody's in the street. Everybody spills out into the street and they all just like, everybody was celebrating and partying. It was crazy. It was an unbelievable scene. It was great. You will get no complaints out of me. This was the the time of my life. I haven't had this much fun in a long time, but it's not without stories and awesomeness that I can now tell you. In fact, these drunkards that I was with, they said, um, They go, well, you're going to talk about us tomorrow. I go, let me put it to you this way. I go, when I sit down and come up with shit to talk about on my show, um, you know, I got to pour over news headlines and things going on and maybe rack my brain on a personal level about what, what I can talk about. I go, but for you guys, all I have to do, it's simple. One minute before I want to do the podcast, just write down the word Lions game, the words Lions game. And it's, it's all going to be there. So, all right. As we're getting closer to the stadium, it's bumper to bumper. I am in a 30-foot limousine. It is a super stretch Lincoln Town car. It is the biggest fucking limousine you'll ever see. All right? This town is not designed for vehicles this big. And, uh, as we're getting closer you know we get we get to about a mile, mile mile and a half out from the venue and that's where everything grinds to a halt uh, i take them about as far as i can take them and then they get out and walk to a place to get a bite to eat this is about an hour before kickoff this one particular portion of the road as we get to the stadium is three lanes going one way the problem is uh, there's a valet service at a hotel. And um, so it's one, two, three lanes, and then the side of the road where vehicles are parked right in front of the hotel. And this lady who's the valet, she has to get these cars out of there. Now, I am in the lane closest to where these vehicles are parked. And I'm looking at her, and I can't move because she has one of the vehicles that was dropped off the va- and being valeted is right in a lane that should be a through lane. But it's not because there's a Buick there with the with the hazards on, flashing. It is, it's blocking everything. And I'm the next car behind the Buick. So that means everybody that's in behind me has to get over. It's already a fucking nightmare. So it is like a problem. And the, my vehicle's 30 feet long. Getting over is not easy to do. So I'm like... I am not going to attempt this. I need to wait. Okay. And this lady is frantic. She works for the hotel. And uh, she realizes she has to get that vehicle out of there. Now, where I am to my right is uh, the area where the cars are parked in front of the hotel. But, and there's an opening and she wants to take that vehicle that's blocking my way and put it in the opening And I can see what she wants. And she kind of makes eyes, points at her eyes, and then points at that spot and the car that she's in. And she has room because I'm giving her room. There's a nice buffer between us. Probably three car lengths. There's cars to her right. There's me. And then a space that is behind those cars to her right. She can very easily put this car in there. and So she wants to do that so that everybody else can get through. And I'm like, Absolutely. And so I don't move, but well, this is where the good, where the show starts because she gets in there and she's vastly underqualified to do this because she starts to kind of back the car in there and she's got it. All she has to do is put it in drive, roll forward about two feet, hard right on the wheel, and then she's going to go right in and then. Strong left on the wheel, and it'll go right in there. Back right in perfectly. So she gets about halfway there. She backs all the way up, and her wheels totally turn to the right. She puts it in forward and rolls forward the way she came. She had to turn the wheel left there to inch up, to angle the car correctly. She doesn't do that. She is, she's still, She still. just goes to the right and then backs it and then forward and then backs it. She's doing the same thing over and over again. And then... This bitch gets frustrated. And she now is going forward. She's gonna abandon ship and pull in front of one of the vehicles that's parked to her right. These are all all these cars are her responsibility. She fucking stomps the gas and sideswipes this fucking car to her right. Fucks up the Buick. Fucks up this beautiful Ford F one fifty. It's just everything's fucked <laughs> she but she you can Everybody's going oh people are walking you know uh, all the what people are walking to the game they see she completely greases this car fucks everything up and the road is now free in front of me she has now parked the car yes it's successful i guess and i'm like holy shit so i just roll right th- right through all this and she's got a look on her face like she doesn't give a fuck i'm like oh man it wouldn't surprise me if she just walked home, walked off the job. Oh, my God. Okay. So now I'm like, where do I put this fucking car? So I... Near the stadium is impossible. And get... First of all, getting it into one of these lots is just not gonna... I mean, they're They're not set up for 30-foot stretch limousines. So... Um, I'm cruising along and, uh, I am now a mile away from the stadium, 0. 0.8 uh, miles, almost a mile. And, uh, I see this little dude waving a flag and I roll down the window. I go, can this fit in here? And he kind of looks around and he's got a spot. He goes, yeah, yeah. Uh, immigrant everybody here is an immigrant and so uh he tells me how to get up there and so i have to go in a certain way and uh he's screaming at me when i'm trying to make a turn because you, you can't just turn you got to half turn back up turn the wheel forward back up and every time i back up he's screaming at me watch out watch out and it's like dude i fucking got this shut the fuck up but i'm being polite guy's going to help me and he actually has a spot i can see it i roll up and uh i I go you can get me in here right he goes yep i go how much now he looks at it and he goes one two three car meaning this vehicle is as big as three cars and it is he goes one two three three and uh I go okay 150 with tip I work tips I work for tips now he sounds like a dick but he wasn't he was actually very very sweet and I go fine let's do this so I start to park he goes, no 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 park yet 150 with tip I go all right, you take a card, he goes, no, no card. You go there, there's an ATM. And there's like a, a fucking place just up the road. It's right next door. He goes, You walk up first door on the right, ATM. Oh cash. Everything cash here. This is Detroit. You know, it's you, you would think they'd have a fucking thing, but no. Uh you can't do card transactions. Uh, he goes, leave car right here, i watch car. So it's literally in the middle of all, there's all these cars, everybody's going into the game, uh, and it's just me and this guy in this fucking big ass car in the middle of the lot. Put it in park, lock up the car, walk 100 yards, go to this place, he told me to go, open the door, it's locked. What the fuck? Places? No, I come back and I, I go. What? I go. What's your name? He goes. Shah. Shah is my name. I go. Shah. It's locked. He goes. Okay. You go block down Bobian, make a right to Madison, and at the corner, grocery, ATM, one fifty with tip. All right. Leave car right here. I watch car. I watch car with my eyes. I go, all right, buddy. You got it. I text Don. I go, big money, man. It's gonna cost you 150 bucks to park this fucking thing. I go into the store. As I'm walking into the store, there's a homeless guy who's got the DTs. I'm not kidding you. Um, I guess it's uh, you know, like when you are Strung out on alcohol or whatever you start to shake when you don't have when you when you really got the thirst bad If you don't have put any alcohol in your system, your body starts going through withdrawals and shaking, you know and shit like that And uh I'm walking up and there's another guy there And he starts talking to a guy who's got the shakes And he says his name. He goes you all right? And he goes, the guy's struggling he goes come on in i'll help you out. I'll get you some medicine So I'm like, what the fuck? And, uh, the guy's like apprehensive. He's not sure. And and the, the guy that is holding the door open for a homeless guy is going to buy him booze. And sure enough, he does. He bought him a pint of fucking something, some swill and gave it to him. Now, this is a very, very small little, uh, oasis of fresh food and shit in the middle of this nightmare city. And, uh, so. I go walking in and it just looks like a place where people die. And then it says ATM and there's a arrow. And then I make a left and I go to the end and I go, I don't see any ATM. I go, well, this is how they get you. There's actually no ATM there. This is all a scam. I'm about to get stabbed. And I see this dude, uh, behind the bulletproof, proof, uh, bulletproof glass. I go, you got an ATM here, man. He goes, oh yeah you got a you got a u-turn and then down two steps and then it's on your left and i'm like well fuck dude i go there and uh there's a a bitcoin atm and a real atm i'd never seen a bitcoin atm uh but I, i put my thing in Get out. Uh, you can only do it in increments of 20. So I get out $160 out of my checking account. All $20 bills. I got a fucking wad of bills. Everything's great. Walk out of there. Guy's drinking now on the street. The guy who we started with. I walk all the way back. There's Shaw. Um, he is with another customer who's parking a Porsche. And this rich fucker gets out and he's got a $100 bill and he gives it to Shah. And uh, the guy asked for change. A particular amount of change. And Shah goes, I work for tips. I take good care. I watch car. I take good care. I work for tips. And so the guy says, he, keep it. It's like 50 bucks for him to park this car. He goes, Keep it. The trucker walks up. And I go, Well, I'm in for it. I'm fucked. Because I you know what's coming. I'm in twenty dollar bills and I've got one sixty. Um now I think it without tip it would have been like one twenty to park this limousine. So he's already got getting thirty bucks. And uh I go, Shah, I'm ready for you. I go, put out your hand. And he goes like this. I go, no, 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 flip it over. We're going to count this like price is right. And he puts his hand over. I go, 20, 40, 60, 80, 100. And his lips are moving and he's nodding every time I put another bill in his hand. 120, 140, 160, you give me 10 back. And he goes, and he loses his smile. He look up for me. And what did he see I worked for tip guy. Come on, man. Come on, man. 160. And he's like that bold about it. And I thought to myself, I go, any motherfucker who is willing to look his customers in the face and say, give me, give me more money, man. I go, come on, Sha. And he goes, no, you come on. I watch car. I get you in here. I need this money. And I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, this guy makes serious bank. Because between me and rich fucker, He's just gotten um, well, nearly $100 in tips. And the fucking lot is full of cars. Full of cars. And then, so he doesn't own the lot because he says to me, he goes, okay. So I give it to him. And uh, I don't want to deal with him. He goes, I will watch car with my life. And if you happen to see owner of lot, you won't. But if you see owner of lot, I charge you $100. i am like, what? the fuck is going on here shah and he goes Duh, 100 please you won't see but if you do he's, he's skimming big time off of this motherfucker oh what a profit! um when we got back to the car he sees me he comes right he gives me a fucking hug i go do you watch it okay shah? I goes i watch guy i watch man i watch you i watch car you come back you asked for shah whatever that means. Oh my God. I haven't even gotten into the game itself. This is the whole it's, it's I, I could honestly, I could do two hours on what my eyes saw. Holy shit. Uh, but what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to take and uh, these audience members on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube I'm going to send you on your way. I want you to check out the rest of the show, and it's on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live is where you need to go. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Either download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live, follow the page, subscribe to the page, or on your lap, uh, laptop or desktop, whatever, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Okay? That's how we do it. I didn't just fuck this up. I don't think I did. Aha. All right. Say goodbye to them. Facebook. Facebook and, of course, uh, Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT and YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Uh, if you want, send me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. I love the correspondence. I just don't get enough of it. I would love to hear from you. Send it the old-fashioned way in email, eric at ericzancho.com. Always love hearing from people. Um, believe it or not, I know this is early, but uh, duty calls. I have to go tinkle. Don't go anywhere, okay? I will be right back get into the venue it's packed sold out um there's plenty of vikings fans there but they were you know spread out all over the venue it was uh it was quite a scene now here here's the deal the team it's they they they've kind of um gotten very very hot but you know, they have seven losses going into this game. They've, they've won five, but they're playing like really, really well. And so a lot of people are saying that they're uh, going to f- win the game. They were favored against a team that's 10 and two, the Vikings. And, uh, but everybody in there, I mean, emotions were high that the Lions were going to win this fucking thing. And, uh, you know, I, I just, the atmosphere, the electricity, the volume, when the Vikings got the ball, the intensity of the, uh, decibels, just filling that place. I've, I've never heard anything like that, really making it hard on the Vikings, um, and, and the noise, but you know, honestly, Kirk cousins didn't look too affected. Uh, he was, uh, exceptional. They got this guy, the Vikings, Justin Jefferson, who's an absolute beast. He catches everything. Um, And so I was pretty worried about this game, as I think a lot of people were. But like I said, Vikings are very, very good. And uh, the Lions, on their second possession, well, you know, the Vikings, they, they went for it on fourth down, and the Lions stopped them, and the Lions got the ball. And they've got this rookie, this kid who played for Alabama last year, and incredibly fast but in the national championship game last year he destroyed his knee his name's Jamison Williams so when the NFL draft came in April the Lions had an extra draft pick or they they made a trade to get an extra draft pick or some shit I don't know but they had an opportunity to draft this guy who wouldn't be able to play until like now because he was uh, working on his repaired knee. It takes about a year for that type of injury to heal, which is just incredible. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're banking that this guy is going to come back 100%. So uh, the previous game, this guy is Jameson Williams. He was in a couple of offensive plays, but uh, just to kind of get a little feel for it, but nothing big. And and the Lions are like, boy, you know, if he starts to turn it on, that's got, he's going to be an added. But they already have a pretty damn good team, uh, at least much improved. So there's a play where he's running and uh, the, the fucking Vikings fuck up the coverage. So this guy is wide open and Goff throws it right to the end zone that we are in. And my God, this guy caught the ball. He even had a whole He had to slow up and camp under it because the ball was underthrown. It was. He was that open. He caught it. He's in the end zone. His first catch as a professional football player, uh, Jameson Williams out of Alabama, is a touchdown. Holy shit, that was storybook. It. It. That's absolutely incredible. After all of that time he spent rehabbing it, and uh, and so now I buy into stories. And I love the Lions. And I already am feeling over the top excited at how great it was to be there. Never seen this, never been there for a game. So it was all, I was into it, man. And I started to cry. <laughs> the tears welled up in my eyes. I was like... <laughs> So, now I didn't like curl my lip like, <laughs> but they were welling up. There, there was tears in my eyes. I was so moved by that. And then he like gives the ball to like kid in a wheelchair, and, and I'm like, oh, fucking, it, it's incredible! I can't, you can't write this shit. I was so happy, and the fans there, they all they dancing in the aisles. There are people face paint, all these lunatics. It was. Fucking great. Holy shit. Um, I can't, I I had so much fun and, uh, I, there was a smile on my face the whole time. I, I I was telling Don, uh, Don, Oh, I go, buddy, I don't, I don't do shit like this. I don't, I don't get out much, you know, anytime I'm in any type of uh setting where there's people, it's because I'm, I'm in a work setting and this is a work setting too, but still I can, I can have a good time. And, um, The rest of my day was taking care of these guys, uh, getting them to and fro safely. But, oh, dude, I loved it. And then within minutes after um, cheering and enjoying the game, I sent Diana a text. I go, we have to get season tickets. We have to. And I I have said before on this show, I hate crowded events. I hate them. I loved this. So now I got to rethink that. So caught up in the moment, I go, We're getting season tickets. That's it. Season tickets. That's what we're going to do. And then I, you know, I go and, uh, but then I thought, well, wait a minute. That's expensive. I don't know if we're going to get season tickets. Maybe we'll just go to a game because it's like an all day affair. Like you got to get there early. I would see myself going all in. I'm guy in face paint, getting there at seven in the morning, setting up tailgating, uh, all that shit. And then getting home at 10 o'clock at night. It's a fucking adventure gas there all the food it's $13 for a can of domestic beer there now they're big beers it's probably the equivalent of two beers but what a fucking arm and a leg you have to pay for anything there my god um all right after the game these drunkards uh half of them get separated they're walking in different directions they're walking towards windsor i'm walking with a good portion of the group to where the car is trying to wrangle these fucking drunks and uh hey where's matt where's billy where's your? Yeah, i don't know so they're on the phone and he they're, they're like what? and i go we're at the corner of gratiot and Bobian. we don't know where that is i go you got fucking phones. Just go on your phone and write Gratian and Bobby and Intersection and hit go. We'll fucking follow the dotted line. So we got to like bring these guys in. They finally get the rest of the group. Jesus. Get to the car. That's when I got the hug from Shaw. Get the fuck out of there. Uh, uh, sparks underneath the vehicle. Long ass vehicle. Skid plate. Off we go. Uh, we get to Howell, Michigan. We got to drop a guy off at the parking ride and there's a, they, they all got to take a leak and, uh, they, I go, I'll just stop at the speedway. They go, no, go to the brewery because if we stop at the speedway, it's one at a time. Go to the brewery. There's this brewery called the block brewing in Howell, Michigan. So I pull in there. They all get out. I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. I look in the window and they're at the bar drinking <laughs> these fuckers. This is great. So they come out and go, Hey man, we're going to eat. You want something to eat? I go, yeah, I do. All right. Come on in, man. We're going to fucking eat. It's going to be fucking awesome, man. I love you It's fuck. You know what? it has been great? Make sure you talk about River City Mechanical fucking pipe fitters and plumbers built America. The infrastructure was built in this country. If it wasn't for pipe fitters and plumbers, would all be fucking dead. Did it tell you about the P-trap? Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, it's fucking great. Well, we're going to go in there and have a couple, man. It's going to be fucking great. Go on it. I go in there. I'm sitting next to Don O. Now, I learned through the grapevine that Don used to be like uh, 1,100 pounds. And what's shocking is I'm sitting next to the guy, and he's lighter than me. I go, what? Yeah, yeah, I uh, had to turn my life around. He's I was, I was one of these guys, you know. Saved his own life. And uh, In fact, when he was telling me about it at the game, I was like, well, uh, you're, you, you, you did save your own life. You, there are no fat old people. So, uh, he says, he goes, these guys think I I've like got some type of cancer or something, but no. So now he's so fucking skinny that they give him shit about what, how little he eats. Imagine that. Well, this one guy, Steve, I was telling you about, he's like, kind of like the big personality of the crew. Outrageously funny. He's the one that was in the fight with Don about Barry Sanders. Don, the only fucking flaw I see in Don is that he thinks Barry Sanders was shitty. He's like the only person on the planet who thinks Barry Sanders sucked. It's like, are you fucking crazy? What the fuck? We're occupying an L of this horseshoe bar, and it's loud. These motherfuckers are loud as shit. And you got moms, like it's a bar, but there's also family seating. You got moms covering the kids' ears. The the looks we're getting. These guys don't give a fuck. It's all like, fuck this, fuck you. I'm going to go and fuck my old lady and shit. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Stop. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Well, Steve and another dude decide that they're going uh, uh, to... There, there's a bet, and they want to see if they can get Don to eat a chicken wing. That's it. Uh, what do you call it? Boneless... No, it was actually a chicken wing uh, uh, with salt, barbecue sauce, where the fuck. Garlic parm with uh, ranch on it. And one guy says... I'll bet you $100 that he will not eat this if you go and give it to him. And Steve says, I'll bet you $100 that he will. So he walks up to him and he said, eat this. I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you 20 bucks if you, well, first he says $80. He goes, I'll give you $80 bucks if you eat this. So that means if Don eats it, Steve's going to win $100 and he's going to give $80 bucks to Don. This is at the bar. Everybody's watching. I'll give you 80 bucks. If you eat this motherfucker, eat this fucking wing, Dono. And Don's like, no, I'm not going to, no, I'm not eating your wing. No. And so Don is like, did he do something to it or what? He's not sure what. So they're, they're like urging him to eat it. So even though he's going to give him $80, he won't eat the chicken wing. So then, you know, drunk talk. Steve changes. He goes, "All right, come on, I'll do it. I'll give you twenty bucks." So then Don goes, "Okay." So it went, "I'll give you eighty dollars. Eat this wing." No, I'm on twenty. Okay, I'll do it. So he picks up the fucking wing and eats it. He gets this twenty dollars. Steve wins hundred dollars for getting that. This is how fucked up these people were. Um, they. I ordered this hamburger. It was r- the most ridiculous hamburger ever. It had a, a hamburger patty, and brisket, and um, bacon, and two onion rings, like the big fucking thick cut, two of them, um, and cheese, and uh, it was probably eight inches tall, maybe nine inches tall, and had a knife through it to hold it all together. I'm like, what the fuck? Now, thank God I'm a trained professional. I've eaten at Bosco's. I smashed that bitch down, and I cut it in half, and I said to uh, Herm, who was sitting next to me, I go, the key is don't put it down. Do not put the food down. I murdered it. These fucking idiots, they're like, all right, let's finish up the beers. Let's finish the drinks. We're leaving, motherfuckers. Let's go. Now, when I say fucking idiots, I mean in a sweet way. I love these guys. They're awesome. There they was so much fun. And we're getting ready to leave, and I see people, the audience, the rest of the people, they realize show is over. And the look of relief on their face. Uh, Their look of relief on their faces as we wander out, as they stumble out of the bar. I go, get in the fucking car. Get in there. Oh, my God. We got another hour and a half to get home. We're gone. Absolutely fantastic. Beginning to end. Just great. Uh, I, I, I couldn't tell you how much fun it was. Well, I just did tell you how much fun it was. It was absolutely great. Enjoyed it. Um, I don't even know what the hell to say. Now, the Lions, okay, they're now 6-7. and seven. So, again, the very best of the shit right now. Now, they could get out of shit range if they continue to win. The deck, uh, the deck is stacked against them. When you are one and six at nearly the midway point of the season, you got a, a big hole to dig. In fact, at one point they were uh, four and six, and then four and seven. They lost to the Bills. Winners of five out of six, they're now six and seven with four games to go. I don't think there's much margin for error for them. I think they would have to win the rest of their games in order to actually get into the playoffs. Maybe not. A lot can happen, but uh, all they got to do is win. Dan Campbell said last week, we're 1-0 and in a six-game season, and now they're 2-0. I'm not getting my hopes up. I don't know if you deserve to even make the playoffs if you start the fucking season 1-6. and six. But they sure were fun to watch yesterday, and I am loving that all those fans were able to celebrate. Oh, my God. So I'm trying to temper my enthusiasm. But that was the biggest game that has been seen at that venue in a long, long time. And they, because uh, if Minnesota wins, they win the division. They thought they could be division champs, they call those a hat and t shirt game. Because if they win that game, they pass out hats that say NFC North champions. But they didn't get it. They lost. Lions win. Lions win. Makes me happy. Okay. Um, I've done it again. I have gone through nearly one hour of show. And uh, I haven't really talked about any sponsors yet. Well, you know, that means the second half of this show... It's going to be sponsor heavy. Not going to lie to you. So we got to start somewhere. But I have so much more to talk about. I always love Mondays because you have an extra day and a half where the world can kind of happen in front of your eyes, gives you something to talk about. And uh, uh, Don said something really nice to me. He goes, "I, I get a lot of my news that's going on in the world from you. And I go, well, that's flattering, but... And I understand that because what I do is I basically pay attention to big shit going on. And then that's what I'm going to talk about. And I, I, uh, I pride myself on that. I don't shy away from any stories, you know, it did happen to be that there wasn't that big of a news weekend. I do have news stories about the weekend. Um, but it was a little light, but, um, still a couple big things I have to talk about. Uh, I, in addition to the free podcast that I do every day, if you are new to what I'm doing, I have a a second podcasting platform and it is powered only uh, by audience. It is ad-free, listener-supported only, Patreon. That's what it's called. You can find it at P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. For five or ten bucks a month, you get 11 bonus shows per week on Patreon. 11. Five of which are the daily Patreon bonus podcast, which is an extension of what I do here. The Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer trivia game for prizes, which Dale is on quite a winning streak lately, where he takes on you, the audience in a trivia game similar to the old school uh, dumber than Zane trivia isn't that what we called it dumber than Zane it's been so long Uh, not to mention the insane asylum my two hour music driven radio show on northern Michigan's Q100 we got uh, the lost Zane recordings which is my old radio show on BBL in their entirety released two of those a week The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Ben and I do a show together with a live audience on Zoom. And then who are these Zanes, which is a known as a clip show. We Listen to old material from my old morning shows from different eras. We uh, get clips and then we roast the clips and or me. (coughs) <coughs> the latest episode episode six hockey player harassment i've gotten a lot of feedback on it people are saying it is the best one yet it's some real shit that i put out back in the day that needs to be roasted you may be noticing that my intensity has dropped it's because my throat hurts not because of the illness but I've been screaming. Twelve hours ago, well, fifteen hours ago, maybe a little more. I was screaming my head off for the defense, and that has affected me. I'm not gonna lie to you, that that took a little bit of wind out of my sails. Stand by. All right, but hey, such is life. That's the way it goes. All right. Chris says kids in Kenya will be wearing Vikings, NFC champs and t-shirts a- NFC champs, t-shirts. Now they're definitely going to win the uh, division. They'd have to lose the rest of their games. And then uh, the lions would have to win the rest of their games. And then they'd have to go to a tiebreaker. I think. Ryan writes, I love the show, Who Are These Zanes? Love the bit when, quote, Karnak the Magnificent rolls up and you start the unnecessary harassment of the boss's car. One of the points I made in the uh in the Who Are These Zane show, that most recent episode, the post Columbine celebration. I'm not new to radio at this point. I had been doing it for like 10 to 15 years and it was still absolute shit. Oh my God. All right. So anyway, sign up on Patreon. Thank you so much. Five or 10 bucks a month. I suggest you sign up for, for just one month and see how it is. And then if you like it, you can convert it to a yearly after a month or not or not, or you don't do anything. Or you just sign up for a year and say, ah, no, I don't think I'm going to use this. That's fine, too. I don't care. Well, I do care. I would love for everybody to sign up for it. But if you do, you do. You don't, you don't. If you want it, if you want more content, it's there for you. I put it out. And uh, a lot of people like it. Hopefully, you will, too. The opening live stream of the show today. Brought to you by the Kent County Health Department. Now, listen, this applies for any local health department. But the one I'm talking about now is the Kent County Health Department. Accesskent.com slash health is their website. All the information you need there about getting your kids immunized with all the necessary vaccinations to be in the schools to promote health. This is all about public health. And if your kids have not had had those shots, you can, you can get them for free. If you qualify, uh, accesskent.com/health. There's also information there about HIV testing, which I've talked about extensively this uh, this past month. I know that that sounds ridiculous, and it's difficult for the folks at the Kent County Health Department to say it the way I say it, but I'm not afraid to say it the way I say it, and that is this. If you like to fuck with a lot of people, go get an HIV test, okay? You probably do not have HIV. It only takes a finger, a little finger prick, okay? So take time out from getting tons of D or V. Go there and say, yeah, I want to get a test. And you're going to be scared and anxious. And then when it comes back negative... You say, oh, thank God, let's go back to getting D and V. They're going to say, wait a minute. Did you know that there is a medicine you can take that if you are exposed to it it has a 95% uh, efficacy to keep you from even getting HIV? Did you know that? And you're going to go, no, does that? Oh, that means I can really go get tons of dick. They're going to go, yeah, here you go. Here's information about it. Yes, that's true. If... There's HIV in your system. You're going to be sad and shocked, but don't freak out. They're going to take another test to confirm it. And then you start the process of a uh, with your doctor and making it so that your HIV is so low it's undetectable. This spares your immune system, keeps you alive like you don't have it, and you can go back to having tons of sex with no risk of getting anyone sick because of the medicines you will now be putting in your body. HIV is no longer a death sentence. And it's up to me to tell you about it. Thank you, Kent County Health Department. Um, Rick from TC Paintball wants to do another paintball event. And it is coming up on January 15th. As usual, I need to hear from you. Reach out if you're coming. January 15th, TC Paintball. The uh, paintball war number 22, I believe. I don't know. I keep forgetting. 20, 21, 22. I know it's not 20. It's either 21 or 22. I got to get with Rick. Anyway, the event is happening on Sunday the 15th. It's either going to be at 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. I have to ask Rick, but just block out that time. All right? Paintball war, January 15th. TC Paintball. I want to pack the house. All right? I'm going to be reaching out to you guys individually. Are you coming? January 15th, that's the next Paintball War. 35 bucks is all it's going to set you back. That's normally $48 uh, at TC Paintball. You get the gun. You get the mask. You get the paint. You get a pizza party before we start from BC Pizza in Grand Rapids. Yes. It's going to be great. Always is. And... I'm going to have a ton of prizes to give away. Rick's uh, actually going to award the last set of um, paintball boards, Eric Zancho podcast, TC paintball, paintball boards, uh, cornhole boards. Those are going to be given away. And I've got a ton of other prizes to give away that I'm gathering right now from various sponsors. So if you're a sponsor, you'll be hearing from me uh, for like gift certificates to give away. You didn't know that, but I'm letting you know now. All right. Otherwise, book an event at TC Paintball. Thank you, Blue Frost IT, online at bluefrostit.com for your small or medium-sized business. All right, if you need a tech upgrade, this is who you need to call, Blue Frost IT. You sit down with these folks for 30 minutes and tell them what you do in your business, and then, my God, they get everything going for you. Uh, Pricing out all of your new equipment for you, helping you every step of the way make this happen. This saves you time, effort, money. Um, that's the way to go. When this is all said and done and your new gear is up and running, uh, make Blue Frost IT your managed IT service provider so they can help watch over your tech um, as you use it. You know, you, you don't want to be uh, operating your business without any tech support. And now small and medium-sized businesses can get it at Blue Frost IT. All right, ladies and gentlemen, since we started talking about the great food giveaway, uh, which was mid-November, the latest update after this weekend, we need $5,570 for 200 Christmas meals. For underprivileged people. We have. We have. As of this. Minute. $4,249. Which means. We have just over. A week. Well we have a week and three days. To come up. With $1,321. To meet our goal. Of 200 Christmas meals. Now. Now. I thought to myself um, and I've talked about this before the amount of people listening I know how many people listen and the lion's share of audience is on the audio podcast some get it live but it's not a lot on Twitch um, of the audience that Four thousand two hundred and forty nine dollars has been donated from fifty seven listeners for an average of seventy four dollars and fifty four cents per person. Very, very few people are giving five or ten dollars. They're giving big amounts. That's all that's a big average. That's great. However, 57 people I average 35 to 45,000 listens on the audio podcast per week. And this brings me back to the strength and numbers thing. If everyone threw 5 or 10 bucks at it, We'd be done by the end of the day. So, as I've been talking about every day since we started talking about it, that's what this is about right now. So, thank you so much if you're considering it. Venmo, at E-R-I-C, dash, Z-E-I-T-U-N-I-A-N. All right. PayPal. Is at Eric Zane show. Oh, typo. There you go. Now, is it going to be the end of the world if we don't get that goal? No, no, it isn't. We've already done a hell of a job. We've got more food uh, the next week, but wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be fantastic? To shatter that record and then actually have a chunk of change with the surplus to write a check to Kids Food Basket. Uh, as you know, I uh, am very transparent. I will reveal to you uh, all of the dollar amount from everyone that came in and present it to you uh, either on the podcast or on social media. I will make that all available. Uh, I, I, the last thing I want is anybody thinking that I'm doing some type of crazy embezzlement scam for fuck's sake. So I'm very, very upfront about it. And, um, for every dollar that you send, um, 100% of it goes to the great food giveaway. There are some scenarios where like on PayPal, a few bucks are taken out of the donation. And I, I haven't quite figured that out, but if I think if you give it as a gift, it shouldn't do that, but there have been several people who give like 50 bucks and then it comes out to like 47.50 by the time it gets to me because PayPal takes a bit. But uh, still, that is, uh, that is fantastic and I'm excited about it. We'll need some volunteers for the big event, which is Thursday, December 22nd at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Uh, 2 p.m. is when we, we're going to start boxing the food. I'm pretty sure I've got a commitment from Mike Ball with his uh, his fantastic MB distributing trailer to get the food from the Jenison Meyer where Josh R. has helped me with all of the logistics with that. Uh, Meyer is, um, because, you know, you got to reach out to these folks and say, hey, I want this much food. You can't just go and buy it. Um, So there you go. He's been helping me with that. Aram writes, can people mail you a check? Um, I I guess. I, I guess so. Uh, if, if you reach out to me on email, I can uh, point you in the direction of that. Eric at com. Sure. Kabubi 69 says, sorry, I came in late. What's the deadline for donations to be in? Um, well, you know, I'd like to have everything said and done by the date um which is December 22nd we have to actually go there and buy the food um so you know right around then I don't I guess I don't have a hard date and I guess if donations rolled in afterwards to actually make the um, uh, the whole thing work like uh we could possibly do that but generally I would like it to be um right around um, the date that we do the great food giveaway December 22nd. All right. So that is the update on the great food giveaway. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. So I'm excited about that. It's been absolutely great. Uh, Aram wrote, I didn't know if Eric was accepting mail. Well, uh, typically, no. Typically, no. But uh, for an envelope with a check in it for the great food giveaway. Uh, obviously, that would be a that would be a little bit of a different scenario. Uh, all right. Controversy in the neighborhood. My God. So Friday, I was um, emceeing a comedy uh, private event. I uh, was able to get a couple of pals who do comedy. Adam Deggie and Will Green to appear in front of a uh, bunch of folks. Uh, uh, Frank Fuss and his crew of in- licensed independent insurance agents slash brokers had a freaking balls out awesome Christmas party. My God, the food. Jesus. Incredible. Uh, more, more drunkards. Uh, partying their asses off at the Christmas party. And... Uh, Uh, They wanted to do comedy for some entertainment. So about an hour's worth of comedy. So I get up there, say, hi, everybody. So glad you're here. Okay, blah, blah, blah. And then I introduce uh, uh, Will Green and then uh, introduce Adam Deggy. When Will gets done, they they just crushed it. The crowd loved them. It was great. Uh, I get home and um, it's snowed. And uh, snowed like crazy, and we got about a good two inches. I get home, and I gotta let the dogs out. I noticed that coming from um, my neighbor's yard into the front to the strip of land between our two pieces, our driveways, there's footprints, and um. I'm like wow, that that's weird. And uh, but no big deal. I just thought, ah, someone's walking through. I didn't think another thing of it. Dog does his business. Go to bed. I wake up. Neighborhood alert. We have noticed. Actually, uh, I got a text message that says, "Hey." Um, did the dogs get out did your dogs get out and cuz if my dogs get out i have to run through people's yards i've talked about this before so the first theory in this neighbor area this is our our little our little hamlet is a cul-de-sac and the area is on and and then on the opposite side of the cul-de-sac is some of the houses that uh, back up to each other like the 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 rich fucker who just paid for the uh library he's in this witness in this this other guy so it's probably about 10 houses and there's footprints and uh you know i guess similar to like having to do with uh, the ones i saw i was just telling you about and uh was eric running through the neighborhood to chase the dogs no well we there's an issue there's a prowler someone is go it's a peeping tom one of the sets of footprints went up to someone's window. And I'm like, uh, okay, so they have they, they see footprints in the snow. And thus they have jumped to this conclusion. There is a prowler slash peeping Tom. And, uh, all right, so I didn't think anything of it um but knowing this it's in the back of my head i'm uh in uh my kitchen making coffee and uh i have this fenced in area that surrounds the the pool that i'm always fucking cleaning and uh i see a person there's gigantic uh pine trees and i can see movement on the opposite side of the trees and that white fence and this big fucking guy is walking and he's just looking around off into the yonder just kind of like looking at the ground and he's looking for something and uh he's traipsing through this patch of land which is my neighbor my other neighbor he's actually on his property and then he goes over to like where the, where the hallelujahs live, where the those footprints were. And he's uh, looking at the house and he's looking around and O'Neill is out there staring at the guy and I'm like, well, what the fuck? And I'm like, maybe it's, maybe there was someone prowling around and he's crazy. You're one of these lost Alzheimer's patients or something like that. And uh, this is him. So I open the door and I step onto the porch and I'm just looking at him, and I'm thinking to myself, I might have to go get my gun. And uh, I say, "Hey, uh, how's it going?" He goes, "Good." I go, uh, "Can I help you?" He says, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm your neighbor." I'm so-and-so, uh, I'm just checking on the tracks, trying to find where they came from. It's like a fucking Scooby-Doo mystery. It's, it's one of the, it's one of my uh, neighborhood SWAT team trying to crack the case of the footprints. And I'm like, he goes, yeah, I got the cameras, uh, around the house, but they weren't functioning. So, uh, we're going to any of the area neighbors to see if we can get uh, a visual on who this was in the neighborhood. See if we can track him down. And I'm like... Okay. Um, and now, he scared the shit out of me. Now, I know there is no problem. I'm not worried about the tracks. When I saw the guy, I was like... what? What? He goes, yeah, it seems like they centered around here. There's a lot of tracks here. So, uh... Yeah, I don't know, we're just, we're just keep an eye out, you know, stay vigilant, you know, see something, say something. Yeah, we don't want to, never can be too sure. Did I tell you that there's 80 million kids in my neighborhood? This place is packed with kids. There isn't one person who thought maybe the kids were playing in the snow. Sure enough, neighbor says, "Yeah, uh, my kids had they had a hide and go seek party in the snow." That's what happened. Oh, mystery solved! And uh, I, I, I'm like, and I, so I wrote to the. It's all there's like an APB on the HO on the homeowners association about be on the lookout for thieves and thugs. And prowlers. And so when the when the word comes down that uh mystery solved, I write, yep, kids being kids. Imagine that. <laughs> it's fine. I don't I don't think you're idiots. I just I don't know. I don't know if it's a great idea to go immediately to Someone's trying to break into the neighborhood. Someone's trying to destroy everything. Usually the simplest answer is the easiest one. And then I I go to Diane, I go, I go, and she goes, what do you mean kids being kids? I go, well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm glad those kids are out playing hide and go seek. Our neighborhood's great. It's better than they're sitting inside playing video games all damn day I, I love that they go out and spend hours outside when it's snowy and cold she goes yeah but you never I go no no stop it stop it it's, it's ridiculous oh my god can you believe that shit uh, you know because if they stay at home I would rather them being out, having going out and having fun, than and staying in and becoming a future school shooter. Uh, because of the time spent playing video games, and everybody knows that that will happen. Uh. All right. So the World Cup. There's like a uh. Reporter and he's now dead. And he's like the best soccer reporter. He's the biggest supporter of the game. Reporter, supporter. His name is Grant his name was Grant Wall. Uh, he's dead. He died he just dropped dead while covering the Netherlands-Argentina game in the press box. Now, this whole thing is fucked. And people are like, and the uh, representatives from FIFA, which is an incredibly corrupt organization, and the uh, Qatari government, they're like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. He just died. Don't know what happened. He's picture of health. And uh, Grant Wall went into one of the games prior to the, netherlands argentina game wearing like a pride shirt uh, you know and he was uh detained and they made him take off the shirt now these qatari idiots are psychopaths all right um human rights violations like you wouldn't believe just in building the stadiums they brought in all these migrant workers and made them slaves and uh you know they beat the shit out of chicks they be there they'll uh, arrest you and cut your dick off if you're gay it's it's a complete disaster the only reason why uh, they're having the world cup in this really really rich fucking nation is because they paid a ton of money to the scumbags at FIFA so you have uh, the worst sporting event on the planet because it's soccer uh, being built on the backs of slave labor in a country that oppresses Humanity. It's terrible. Uh, Grant Wall, from what I'm understanding, has been like the biggest supporter of the sport, uh, constantly like um, uh, reporting on it and talking uh, great things very fondly to the rest of the world as a, uh, as like the top soccer journalist. Now he's dead. What the hell happened? no one knows died unexpectedly while covering the world cup was in good spirits and joking with colleagues just minutes before his sudden death i know what happened he was fucking poisoned 48 year old grant wall died after he quote fell ill at lasalle stadium in the final minutes of the netherlands argentina game i'm in shock i was just sitting right next to him he was working on his story on his laptop it was about four minutes before the end of the extra time. Journalist Rafael Correz said of the incident. It was. We were laughing at a joke on Twitter only minutes earlier. I can't believe it. A wall received immediate medical treatment on site. Yeah, right. Apparently, there was no defibrillator. So that's weird. Should have had a fucking defibrillator. Uh, the family, I know his brother is already saying, oh, yeah, they killed him. Uh this is Grant Wall with his wife. Yeah, you know, you walk into a place like that with a pride shirt and a a a big hitter like that, and uh yeah. Um his brother wrote, I am gay. I am the reason he wore the rainbow shirt to the world cup. My brother was healthy. He told me he received death threats. I do not believe my brother just died. I believe he was killed and I'm just begging for any help. Eric wall referenced an incident grant wall faced two weeks ago when he tried entering the stadium for the U S Wales match while wearing the rainbow pride shirt and was stopped by security. The Qatari Supreme committee for Delivery and Legacy released a statement of bullshit. It says we are deeply saddened by the death of U.S. journalist Grant Wall. I think what they mean to say is we are responsible for the death of U.S. journalist Grant Wall. The committee went on to say it was cooperating with U.S. officials to return Wall's body to the U.S. That is fucked. Very, very strange. Not the only weird thing that happened. There was a um, journalist, uh, I'm sorry, a photojournalist named Khalid Al Maslam, died at the same game. The story is not getting nearly as much press, but this dude right here, he croaked. So two people. Same game, die. <clears throat> um, not nearly as as much as being said about this one, but I I don't know. What do you think? Two fucking journalists die. Did they both eat the fish? Does anybody get that reference? Khalid Al Mislam is a Qatari photo journal, journalist for. Al cost TV uh he dropped dead same game. The Times tweeted about the passing his employer we believe in Allah's mercy and forgiveness for him. what the, uh, he dies and you say we believe in Allah's mercy and forgiveness for him. Are you suggesting he broke some type of law? Yeah, this is so strange. Um, So now it's all kind of swirling. These two guys die. Uh, Same game. Something else terrible happened. A migrant security guard, migrant worker security guard, uh. Bell from, like, uh, a balcony or some shit. A World Cup security guard is in intensive care after falling from what one observer described as a significant height after Argentina's quarterfinal against the Netherlands. It happened at as the hospitality village was emptying out after the game, which uh, doesn't matter who won. It's all boring. It came shortly after Grant Wall died of an apparent heart attack And the other guy died. The photojournalist. The precise circumstances are unclear, but one fan said the guard dropped from the top outside concourse to the ground below. Um, Migrant worker rushed to the hospital where he's said to be in stable but critical condition. The um, Qatar Supreme Committee said on Saturday... Security guards suffered a serious fall. They say all the right things. They don't say anything. He will continue to receive his salary in full while receiving medical care. Oh, yeah, sure. Two bucks a day. Um, The latest incident comes days after it was reported that a Filipino national contracted to fix lights in a car park. At the Sea Line Resort, the training site for the Saudi Arabia national team, died. According to reports, the worker slipped off a ramp while walking alongside a vehicle and fell headfirst onto the concrete. Sounds like a Bills fan. The chief executive of the Qatar World Cup, Nasser Al-Qatar, then sparked controversy with the quote, Death is a natural part of life. Whether it's at work, whether it's in your sleep when asked about the death. Holy shit. How does anybody even get behind this shit? If it were at like a, in a normal country that didn't murder people for wearing gay pride shirts, it still would be the worst thing going. Now it's the absolute epitome of boredom and opulence and wealth, while destroying people's lives, uh, having no care for human rights, and, and killing people because they wear gay pride shirts. You know what needs to happen after this World Cup? Soccer needs to be abolished to spare us all from this fucking shit. I saw Rob sent me some shithead uh, thing, it was a post someone wrote, it said, uh, boy, a bummered Summer weekend for those who say soccer's boring. Fuck you. No, it's all boring. It's I don't give a shit what happens. I don't give a shit if they're on the field with the soccer ball and they all have guns. It's still boring. You, you couldn't make it better. It's that bad. And for some reason, you assholes seem to like this shit. Enough of you that it's it's concerning. Stop it. It sucks. The only interesting thing about the World Cup are the people getting murdered. Thank God they're getting murdered so we can have something to talk. I can't even get behind that joke. That's fucking terrible. Stop it, Eric Zane. had it with the soccer Chris suggests random landmines on the pitch Uh uh-huh good better than what we have Nick says just wait until 2026 the World Cup is in the US now that I did not know Oh, yeah. They're all going to be stoked. Now, because of following the story like I'm doing, uh, I have learned that uh, the team from Morocco has um, uh, won and they've advanced. They uh, upset, I believe it was uh, uh, Portugal, which I think is uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's team. Now, don't make the mistake in thinking that I know this because I study or I give a shit. If it's seen on the news, then I have seen it. If it's talked about in any light, I have seen it. Yes, I am aware of what happened. I am aware of the great games, as you say, that took place. They weren't. They were terrible. They were boring. Ronaldo is uh, seen crying after he leaves the pitch (laughs) I can't play soccer I'm not going to win a world get the fuck out of here God Uh, what city is the world cup being played at now they they don't do it that way Uh, it's all throughout North America different cities different countries US, Mexico and Canada All right. That is your soccer update today on your shithead game that you weirdos love. My God. Thank you, Bennett Flooring Installation 616 318 0167. Love them so much. If you need flooring installed professionally, Call upon Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. They'll come to your home, measure the room, let you know how much it's going to cost. Uh, yes, you will save a ton of money if you do some of the work that you can yourself. Um, if you've never installed flooring before, though, yeah, I I, I wouldn't do it. I would not do that. Um, you want Bennett Flooring Installation to do it because you're going to screw it up, and then they're going to have to come and fix your work. 616-318-0167. If you're in West Michigan, reach out to Jacob Bennett. The flooring that I want you to install is Johnson's Discount Outlet, part of Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. I am officially in a holding pattern on renewal for them on the podcast. It literally comes down to, yep, we're going to let you know soon. Now, I want to keep promoting them on the show. And fingers crossed that they will. Because that's how the show goes round. I need those sponsors. It's the only way I can do this. So if you're thinking about buying flooring, go to Johnson's Discount Outlet in Grandville, Michigan. And you should travel that distance, no matter where you are in the Michigan, West Michigan area, to Johnson's. Bring a truck. Know that you're going to find something that's awesome and priced very, very cheap because they buy it in absolute bulk. And then they sell it to you For a lower price, right on uh, Chicago Drive in Granville, Michigan, behind the Little Caesars. Can't miss it. You can see it from Chicago Drive. It's on the north side of the street. Already the lowest price in the state. Hell, the Midwest. Throw my name into the mix. You're saving 10% more on that. Go in, get whatever you want. Any type of flooring, they have it available at Johnson's Carpet One Discount Outlet. Thanks again to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. I was talking to Dono, who's been all over this podcast today. He is um, absolutely a, uh, a godsend because he uses A&E. He uses Irvine's. He's used BK guns and stuff. Remember those folks? Uh, I forget who else. But he is all over the sponsors. Thank you, Don o. Irvine's, 616-532-6600. Spectacular. Uh, servicing any make and model with the exception of Volkswagens in and around West Michigan. Worth the trip to go to Irvine's. They will fix your car right the first time. Ask about their free loaner cars. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. That's E-R-V-I-N-E-S. E-R-V-I-N-E-S. Let us go around the radio dial. By the way, Nick says, I had BK guns build me a sweet rifle. Uh, Kyle, not Kyle, uh, Ben over at uh, BK guns and stuff. uh, He had a little life change. He didn't like become a chick or anything, but there was definitely a life change. I want to get him back on the show to talk about BK, but I think he's kind of getting his ducks in a row. Yeah, had, I had a conversation with him. He goes, yeah, uh, well, I, and then he told me about the life change, and I went, oh, 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 it's okay. He's healthy. Uh, let's go around the radio dial. Buck to this. Uh, this
1: survey unique. Well, most survey usually comes from the employer's perspective. There's a lot of business surveys out there. There are not a lot of surveys that really ask the employer Nerds. or the job seeker themselves. Not supposed
0: to be. The Sabbath. I got two recreation. It was like, uh, I heard a black guy preaching and a white guy talking. Holiday, national holiday would be a memorial. You got- I want the black preacher. Where is he? I think it was Steve Harvey. The Sabbath. Why did he do that? He said in John 15. 15- so Confidently. Why?
1: I'm not, not me. I'm weak. But he's got something. What are you drawing near to? Oh, here it is. The throne of grace. Aha. Uh-huh. Drawn near to the throne. I don't of believe in
0: any of this shit. This is the devil. No, no way. Don't even listen to this guy's of a fucking
1: crackpot. First of all, it's a throne. Ireland. And we'll hear it played by the London More nerds. Orchestra. <laughs> 91.3 WCSG, family-friendly, commercial-free, and I just bit my tongue as I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talk on this Monday morning. <laughs> That's Phil
0: Wickham and the First Noel. How long
1: have you been doing how? this job? A long time. I don't know.
0: Yeah, um, how
1: would I pick it up from here? It is yeah. 947. Oh,
0: she's got to take over. She's like, how long have you been doing this job? What's today? wrong with so you? You it. bit your we'll tongue.
1: 37. WCSG thanking area businesses that are teaming with you and supporting
0: WCSG.
1: Van Dyken Mechanical offering design, installation, and service of commercial and industrial HVAC projects for over 70
0: no, years. Fuck, details don't call these guys. Details. Call A&E Heating and Cooling. Com.
1: Dr. Paul Orley of Rosewood Dental serving the Kalamazoo area with family and cosmetic dentistry. RosewoodDentistry.com.
0: And Keys for Kids Ministries helping transform the spiritual lives of families in West Michigan. We'll teach your kids not to be gay. Takes a team to encourage thousands. We're 91. Got some gay kids. ESG, here's Stephen. Curry. Send them to gay school. Don't lose heart. Ram says they're like Eric and Brian on the Eagle. Eric and Brian on the Eagle? Another sleepless night. Yes. Yeah. Free and hope comes with <laughs> the morning. Rather than the night. The lucky island is lost in And sky. Inside the city is that. Yeah.
1: When Joseph's in love, I'm in
0: love. My brother's in love. Truth is that you yeah, w- 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 yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You don't have to. No. That's it for this week's end another thing.
1: It's sunny on the lake shore at 925. If you have certain chronic
0: conditions such as <laughs> Adam says I swear one dude sings all the Jesus songs. You're right. It's always that same the uh, 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 same guy. I win the lottery whenever I want and never regret anything. It's the best. Yeah, it's a good point. Progressive offers more than a great...
1: They're pretty fun over there with their 107 minutes of country music and stuff. They're Thunder 107.3. We're the Q94.5.
0: Sibling rivalry is different here, too. Life does. That's a uh, cumulus deal. You have one shitbag station promoting the other shitbag station. Not, no one listens to 94.5, and no one listens to 107.3. 94.5 is that cue station where they play fucking weirdo rock. And then they say, all right, yeah, if you want to hear 107 minutes of uh, country, head on over to 107.3. They're almost as shitty as we are. And then on 107.3, they're saying, yeah, hey, if you're getting sick and tired of the country, listen to 94.5. And I think combined, those two stations have a one share. I'm not even joking. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. The sense of connection. Excitement of of almost winning, right? He didn't get it, but in the end, he's, it, it cost him 15 bucks for the whole so- Legendary 24-7.
1: Classic Rock 97 WLAV Grand Rapids.
0: A Cumulus Media Station. Oh my God, yes! Sweet. Holy shit. Oh, it doesn't get much better than that. I love that. I should have gotten into rock and roll. I'd have been the best. All right. Where are we?
1: right shirt sure driver. About three years now. but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price
0: For choosing join 99, this.
1: Say. Do not fear to take Mary as your wife, but he refers to... Get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app. Mary,
0: your wife, for which
1: she is conceived...
0: The the fuck is going on? (laughs) here? Thank you for uh, spending time with us this morning, and until tomorrow... You guys have the best day ever, okay? Winter Jam is back, and only $15 at the door. Yes. Got music on the way from Eric Clapton, Sam and Dave, and just a few. It's the next and my Sharona. Oh, it's yeah. 1.3. The fun hits you know. Oh. Eight of
1: miracles for that complete seven-message wow. collection. A lot, of, seven a lot of, lot
0: of, a lot of religion
1: the scientific proof
0: of concept. So, you know, it may not be that there's... Everyone can look at her but not talk to her, okay? So you're the designated person who will do all the communicating if she wants to close your wearing, Radio's weird. Grand Rapids Public Museum. It won't surprise you. Um, oh, Justin Barclay. But this I mean, guy is so, so much show, of an idiot. It's a complete piece of shit. Fl- All right. Trip around the radio dial available for sponsorship. Wouldn't you want to sponsor the trip around the radio dial? One of the most listened to features on the Eric Zane show podcast. All right. Um, let's break down a fight. Hmm. Okay. I think it's Bruins at coyotes. Uh, a lot happening in this one. This, uh, I, I thank you to Kevin Kuypers for sending this one along. You had some hilarious people narrating it as they shot video audio check, video check. Um, Let me get the full pick here. Okay. Um, People to look out for in this. Hold on. I suddenly feel like I've just done something wrong. I have not. Um, Let's see. This dude in the red shirt. And if you're listening to the audio podcast only, I know. I know. But you'll have to just go and click on it and watch it yourself. Uh, Red t-shirt. Uh, black hat next to Coyotes. This dude right here with the, 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 the white guy. They're all white guys. Right to the right of red shirt, black hat guy. These guys get arrested. They're going to do like the most damage. This chick right here, striped shirt on the shoulder next to white hat guy. She's going to get punched in the face accidentally by red shirt black hat guy uh this bruins piece of shit is gonna come up here right here and try to raise some type of hell i think red shirt black hat guy and uh coyotes fan do the most damage they end up getting arrested all right let's break it down oh yeah Okay, Bruin fan sucker punch from the back. You notice Black Hat Guy is being held back by White Hat Guy. Okay? Okay, Black Hat Guy chucks beer at Bruin piece of shit. Here comes uh, 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 another Bruin guy. Number 88. Black Hat Guy starts kicking his ass. And now, and now, Coyote Fan and Black Hat Guy are beating the shit out of Bruin Fan. Okay, keep your eye on Chick here. She gets involved and takes some fucking uh, collateral damage. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. The gets a
0: Oh, no. And then, dude, Black Hat Guy fucking Chris Kyle looking motherfucker after he slugs her you can see that he's like oh no I just punched a chick he didn't mean to do that she's like a peacekeeper and then uh, Marshan goes after Chris Kyle
1: oh yeah oh, yeah. He gets
0: the oh.
1: oh my god she the
0: I think he did I don't know maybe I think he might have been I think he actually intentionally punched that bitch in the fucking face Okay, then Chris Kyle goes after Marshan. Oh Here come the cops. He goes, she, he hit the chick, bro. Okay, cop jumps on. He just jumps on the fucking pile like a scramble for a loose ball. And the whole pile falls down the steps. Oh my
1: god. Get the check. Get the check. Oh my god.
0: The chick who got punched wearing the uh, football jersey, the Patriots jersey. I guess this would I think this is in Boston. There's a lot of fucking Patriots and Bruins fans here. All right, so she's okay after... She took a flushed punch from that dude. Okay, Coyotes fan who was next to Chris Kyle is now at the bottom of the steps somehow. He's wound up at the bottom. Okay? Okay. you know, I think this is in Arizona because the home announcer. Wow, there's a lot of Bruins fans then. If this is in Arizona, there's a lot of Bruins fans there.
1: Look
0: at this dude—he's sitting there screaming at Coyote fans, He's like, "Get him out of here!" 53 seconds 53
1: seconds Yo his head It's quite
0: bad Chris Kyle bleeding all over the place They're arresting Chris Kyle Taking him out. All right, I'm going to go back again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of these guys are just standing around bored. That would be me. this cop this cop is doing nothing i didn't even see this guy this cop the first time because i was watching chris kyle punch that bitch in the face this cop's just standing there bored oh
1: yeah oh, yeah. oh. The in.
0: oh no that chick, that chick is tough. He took her, she took his best punch. She hit the chick. She hit the chick. Oh, my God.
1: Look hit the chick, bro. He hit the chick. Oh.
0: Fill up. Okay. I fucking love watching these so much. <laughs> she hit the chick, bro. He hit the chick, bro. There's a, um about this fight on barstool power ranking the top 10 people involved in the wild crowd fight at the Bruins coyotes game last night. Uh, they describe it as guy who drops the chick bad. That's Chris Kyle. You had, uh, these, okay. Stop girl. She's yelling. Stop, I guess. Um, Lazy cop. <laughs> uh, girl who gets dropped. Guy who gets molly in the Marshawn jersey. Dude commenting the fight. This is a tough spot for just about anyone. Most people just repeat, oh, my God, over and over and miss a golden opportunity to add some color. My guy does say, oh, my God, a few times, but he also mixes in an oh, yeah, and he hit the chick. He hit the chick. He gets extra points for the well-timed oh. Both times, guys were flying through the air like a young, young Mike Breen, Breen honing in his legendary bang call. This kid might have a future, maybe a guest blow-by-blow spot at the next rough-and-rowdy, uninterested usher guy. Dude trying to stop the fight via Jedi mind trick. Cop with the flying clothesline. Just here for the show guy. All right, so there you go. I'll link it up in the uh, show notes for you audio podcasters that enjoy the show via the audio medium. Then you'll have to check it out for yourself. But it's worth it. I'm telling you, it's worth it. That's one thing that was going through my mind during the uh, uh, Lions game. I was like, God, I sure hope there isn't a fucking fight. I mean, I, I hope that if there's a fight, it's not close to me that I somehow get drug into it, you know? Because somebody beat my ass. Cool ads. if you're going to fight in the stands... Fight the row in front of you, not behind. High ground wins. It's true. May, God, Chris in Maine says asshole of the days, uh, asshole of the day. Don't punch women hockey fans. Uh, so that would be Chris Kyle. The name I gave that guy because that's who he reminded me of for some reason. I miss the days when players would go into the crowd. Terry O'Reilly. Oh yeah. Uh, what's the fucking guy for the Bruins that hit the guy with the shoe? Uh, Jesus. He's an announcer now. He fucking went in the stands. He pulled on some guy's shoe and he had his shoe in his hand. He started to whip the dudes. Yes. Mike Milbury, Mike Milbury started. He had a fucking fan shoe and starts bashing people. Starts bashing the guy with his shoe. He kicked the guy's ass with the guy's own shoe, a fucking fan. He goes into the stands with his skates on. It's fucking awesome. My God. Josh says, how about when Ty Domi fought the fan that fell into the penalty box? Oh, Yeah, of course, Philly. Another piece of shit Philly fan. Oh, my God. Hockey. Absolute best. Thank you to Joe Martinez at A&E Heating and Cooling, helping make this show run. 616-516-8579. Use Joe to get a furnace tune-up. Okay, we're like in the dead of winter now. We're pretty damn close. Uh, If you haven't yet tuned the thing up and you're in West Michigan, uh, let's not do that, okay? Because you run the risk, if you haven't had that thing cleaned and tuned in a while, that it could break on you. And then, you know, at 2.30 in the morning, Your wife and the kids hate you. Uh, Joe is able to tell when he tunes and cleans your furnace how much life is still in it. Like, he actually can do that. Yep, you're still running strong. you got a number of years left on this thing. Or you might want to start preparing to get a new furnace. And when you do need a new furnace, he is installing the Cadillac, the Comfort Maker, best brand in the business, Comfort Maker Furnaces and Air Conditioners. Joe Martinez, reach out, 616-516-8579. The Mario Flores Lakeshore Team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. If you're in the market for a mortgage, uh, get one through Mario. No matter where you are in the U.S., with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii, call Mario, 231-332-6505. Okay. Uh, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage will work tirelessly to get you the best rate possible. Uh five star, gold star service. Number one rated. That's no bullshit. Look at look at his reviews. He's I mean he it, it, people nowadays, you got to be very very careful because the public has the power when it comes to these freaking reviews. If you fuck up, you're dead. Mario has the best 231-332-6505. Making dreams, come, uh, making dreams come true. If you maybe just need a little bit of cash for the holidays, maybe you need cash out of your home, your existing home, to uh, pay off some credit card debt, go this route. You'll end up saving money in the long run. 231-332-6505. I saw Frank Fuss over the weekend. My God, My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank Fuss, the licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. Making things so easier, so easy for you when it comes to getting health insurance. 616-914-4070. Open enrollment. Three more days. Call today. Frank, I need health insurance. So if you're self-employed or your employer does not offer insurance, you got to have health insurance, or you just lost a job. Yo, you need to get in touch with Frank. 616 616- 914 4070. Frank will help you every step of the way. His services are free. He will make you a very, very happy person. You can get into an insurance policy today through healthcare.gov. Don't do healthcare.gov Obamacare on your own. I did that year one and I fucked it up and I regretted that. Everything was screwed up. Frank fixed it for me. 616 914 4070. He's also the Medicare Advantage Plan social security expert he helps you every step of the way through all of those things he can also get you life insurance car insurance he can drop referrals on you and point you in the right direction for the right people if it's insurance related frank is the guy 616-914-4070 that's that i forgot dan O. who uh i'm sorry don O. Who we've been talking about this whole show um he actually went to frank fuss too that's another sponsor that he went to thank you don And then my pals at Sarah Honda Granville. My gosh. First of all, the largest selection in the entire state of certified pre-owned vehicles. Nobody has more. So if you're in like, hey, I need a car right now, like today, go get a certified pre-owned car. It's like new. It's got a warranty on it. It's awesome. You're going to love it. Awesome cars on the certified pre-owned lot. If you like, I mention this from time to time. They have a row called budget. Now, these are all shitbox cars. It'll get you from point A to point B, but you will look like a cock. All right? Budget cars, they're as good as they can be. Let's just put it that way. You will not get a warranty on the budget car. So if you're in a pinch, you need something for your paper route job or whatever the fuck, uh, you can get one there. But the best part is the brand new vehicles and man, Honda cars are the best. They run forever. I love them. Uh, and so you go there and you test drive a new vehicle, any car, any of the brand new cars for 2023 at Sarah Honda Granville test drive, pick one out. Uh, you won't drive away with one that day in a couple of weeks, your car shows up after you figure out the, the, all the, uh, features that you want on it. Okay. Uh, Sarah Honda Granville, they are on Kennewa just North of 44th street. That is my time. And I thank you for being part of this show and enjoying it with me. All we have left to do is the asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Ah. Can the asshole of the day be an entire country? Well, sure. It's a country of Qatar for killing people that they don't like during the World Cup. And FIFA is an honorable mention. Asshole of the day, country of Qatar. That is my time. You've been a fantastic audience as usual, and I'm so very, very appreciative of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Until next time, I will talk to you. I'll be on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Talk to you, then. Thank you, folks.